and blessings to all you lovely listeners. This is Caleb Truth, and you're now listening to Beyond the Veil on InnerLightRadio.com, where we go beyond the surface level of reality and dive deep to reveal hidden truths and exciting revelations. Thank you so much for joining us again today. Today is going to be an, another awesome episode. Uh, I got to be honest with you guys, I'm honestly chilling in my living room right now. It's 9 p.m. Eastern here in Toronto. So this is going to be a, be a really uh, chilled and laid back show today. We're not going to we're not going to keep it structured. We're going to let things flow. And we're just going to enjoy the conversation. So today we're going to be talking about how to cultivate a greater sense of unconditional love for yourself and for others. And we're going to talk about how to live more out of your heart center. So on today's show, we have a, an awesome guest. His name is Sean Cruz. I just recently got introduced to him and have been getting to know him over the last like couple months. Sean is an amazing individual. He's a singer. Uh, maybe we'll get him to maybe do a little, you know, a little a little performance maybe if we're lucky. Um, but we'll also get him to like uh, uh, give out his links so you can listen to his music. But Sean is is an exceptional human being uh, who really does emanate deep love for everyone he and i mean i started teasing him and calling him uh cosmic teddy bear or like divine teddy bear i started calling calling him all these (laughs) all these nicknames but honestly if you if you were to meet him even just on facebook he he just oozes like just warmth and love and kindness and i think that's something that uh you know we each can cultivate more in ourselves so we can bring more of that energy onto the planet so welcome sean onto the show Hi, Kate. Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> oh my, you, you and I, are, we're going to be jokers on this show today. It's going to be so funny. <laughs> so, like, tell us a little bit more of your background history, like, with spirituality. Like, how did you, what really sparked you onto this journey of, like, diving deeper into understanding, like, all these different realities and, you know, exploring your own energy? Like, what really sparked that off? What really sparked all of that off for me, um, I would have to say growing up, um, we're, we're going to start with that real fast, with growing up, um, always kind of being the outsider, uh, not really understanding like a lot of the quote unquote norms of, you know, society, um, a lot of the labeling and the structures behind uh, how we're told to do things, um, what we should be doing as, as we get older. And I would say probably in my, probably when I was around 20 years old was when, um, was when I finally started to accept that, you know what, how I see things are different. Um, I see things are different. And then I started to kind of dive into why I felt that way. And I started realizing that, you know, there are a lot of people that, um, that relate to that on a spiritual level. And I started to gain some insights onto that. And so just diving deeper into my own truths, um, real, you know, revealing more of me to myself. That was really what started it just a few years ago. So when you talk about like, um, you know, being different or like sensing different things, like what was it did you you feel was different uh, in yourself than like other people that you were around? 
Well, um, <clears throat> I was always um, more aware. Um, well, I how how I look at it and how you know some other people have told me um, like through the years is that I always seem to be more aware, like uh, like of, of energies around me. Um, uh, like I would pick up on on a lot of uh, vibes. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, a lot of vibes, and I didn't realize how much they were in, how much they were influencing, um, like my own energies. So that was uh, kind of going through that for a long, long time and not understanding what it was, and um, that kind of uh, kind of left me feeling on the outside of things because. Um, mm. I guess for me, a lot of people to me seem to, uh, what's the word? Like, I guess not just not, not, not being as aware of, of energies and how they can influence your mindset and, and your own being. Yeah, that's, that's pretty profound. Like I've experienced the same thing growing up, like sensing vibes, you know, it's a, it's a really, uh, you know, I guess, heavily loaded term in our in our current society like oh what are vibes what do you mean by vibes there's so many different ways to to like uh dive deeper into using that but like you know just sensing energies from different people and environments and things like that and i guess people like us were a little bit more sensitive and i guess a lot of people would also label us as, as being empaths yeah so that's one label <laughs> <laughs> there's another one yeah <laughs> So, like, on your journey, as, as you were expanding in these areas, um, becoming more aware of sensing vibes, like, what did you run into any difficulties? Like, did you ever find that sensing all these vibes was, like, too much for you? Like, you felt overwhelmed? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all the time. Um, well, well, because I, I, I didn't understand, like, what was happening, you know? Like, people around me, you know, everyone around me would just say, oh, you're just um, being dramatic, or oh, you're just um, you know, like they they would diagnose it as as something like 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 a psychological issue or or you know something like that. Mm -hmm. And so um, like I, I struggled um, like I wasn't able to like really communicate with a lot of people well because because I didn't relate to a lot of people on more than just a basic human level, like um like the fact that these things were happening that i was feeling all these energies that i was you know even having visions at times um wow and then, you know it just kind of left me like on the outside for a long time mm -hmm. yeah i think i think for a lot of people that are like us sent, picking up on energies it's sometimes yeah it can be really overwhelming so you end up like shutting down a little bit because you yeah. you have to process all that in yourself and then you know, communicating that, it, it, being able to yeah, being able to communicate the vibes that you're sensing, it, like it's like a skill that has to get cultivated over a period of time. Yeah. As like you mature and as you grow. Even for me on my journey, my sister and I were the same. Like we would just pick up on things, wouldn't really understand why we're picking up on it, and and you know what it was exactly, but we knew that there was something going on there. And I think for a lot of people on the on the spiritual journey, it, it sometimes starts with that, where they just pick up on things and they're just like, "What? What? What is going on here? Like, why am yeah. I feeling like this?" And then they they can't put their finger on it, but they know something's going on. 
Yeah, and then and and you know they a lot of people, you know myself included, you know we felt like, you know when we tried to at least kind of open up a little bit about it, you know we were shut down. Um, so not being able to open up and be who you really are mm-hmm. on top on top of not even really understanding yourself and what's going on, you know that that creates a lot of blockages, you know. Yeah, I think you you bring up a really good point of um uh you know, feeling isolated or alone after a while. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, I think from me having all discussions I've had with people here in Toronto who are in the spiritual community and they're experiencing things on a daily, a daily basis, they often talk about the same thing. Like you're picking, picking up on things, you're sensing things, and then you're like, oh, how do I process and deal with all these things? And then you try to talk about it with people and they're like, oh, you're crazy. You don't know what you're talking mm-hmm. about. You may, like, have you checked yourself in the hospital lately? Maybe you need to get your brain checked or something. And then so they often like, like get ridiculed and, and like picked on and disrespected. And then, yeah, they're just like, you know what? Like, I'm just not going to say anything anymore. I'm just going to keep it to myself. Yeah. And yeah, I think it's kind of it's kind of a little bit of a sad thing in the beginning, but like I think a lot of us end up connecting with others on our journey that have similar experiences. So then you start to heal. Like I know right. for me personally, in 2011, you know the whole big 11/11 shift thing that that happened on the planet. Like something big like happened, like that really fundamentally shifted the energies on this planet. And it's like we a lot of us started to really open up spiritually. And then I started connecting with people that were sensing the same things that I was. And it was huge for me. It was a big healing thing for me because I come from a religious background about being raised Muslim. And so talking about this stuff is not normal. So did you, <laughs> did you experience that as well growing up in your community? Like, like, what's your background? Were you raised in a religion or were you just like loosely like spiritual? Like, what was it like for you growing up? Um, well, my mom, my, my mom was, uh, she was quite religious. Um, she was a Catholic. Um, she didn't take me to to mass though. Like like I I never went to to mass with her because um <clears throat> there were a lot of things going on to where she had actually stopped attending herself. But um but but she was still she still had had all of her beliefs. Um, we still had like the, the same rituals that we did at home. Um, as a teenager was when I started branching off on my own and. I joined a, a a Methodist church, so um, so I was Christian, and um, I was heavily involved. Actually, um, I became one of the um, uh, one of the assistant youth group leaders. Mm. So so yeah, like I was heavily involved, like um, with uh, trips and um, like helping like a younger younger ones like. Uh, understanding some scripture you know a little bit of preaching and mm-hmm. yeah so that was then and you know in the back of my mind I was just like you know what um my, my heart is not fully into this because mm-hmm. I feel like there's more <laughs> you know and um and so yeah I did come from a, a religious background primarily so like that voice that told you like you know there's there's something more that that resonates with me too because I felt the same way growing up going to mosque like since I was like four or five. I like no disrespect to anybody out there that's Muslim. I I respect your decisions and wanting to be Muslim and practicing Islam. Um, to each his own. But for me personally, growing up, I just found that it wasn't for me. I would go into mosque and I'd be counting down the minutes until I get out. I just felt like my spirit, my soul was being oppressed. 
and controlled. And I felt like I should be able to connect to God or the universe in the way that I'm feeling pulled, like, you know, to connect. Exactly. exactly. And, and I just kind of listened to that my whole life. And I just kind of flow with that. So, like, I found it interesting that you also had, like, a similar experience. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because, um, like, um, and, you know, like, like, and this is not to, to degrade, you know, anyone that, that follows any religion, anyone that's Christian or Catholic, whatever. But, you know, seeing in the church, like, um, some of how, you know, certain types of people weren't allowed in, like, um, like, like either from... Like maybe a specific sexuality, mm-hmm. you know, uh, seeing seeing the um, what is that word? The the prejudice because um, I'm just gonna call it because that's really what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, see, seeing the prejudice towards certain certain types of people really that's what really did it for me because I'm just like, you know what, this doesn't feel right. Um, you know, we're 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 all we're we're all who we are. We're all we're individually, we are, you know, shaped up, um, by God, you know, mm-hmm. like, like using that, um, we're souls you know. having a human experience. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And, you know, I feel, I feel that if we're really to move together towards harmony and, you know, peace within humanity, you know, um, we can't, you know, disclude or, or down other people for for their their way of being, especially if they're not harming anyone. You know. Mm-hmm. I really like how you brought that up because, like, it's a good segue into what the subject matter is of this discussion, which is like cultivating a greater sense of unconditional love for yourself and for others. Yes. And I feel like you know, our world has gone through many transitions and and many cycles, many phases. And I think one of the most current phases that we went through is obviously the, the you know, our planet being dominated by white colonialists, you know, which they pushed Christianity yes. onto the earth, pushed uh-huh. like their their ways of thinking, ways of being onto the earth and all their uh, cultures. And in them doing that, I feel what they pushed onto many cultures is a way of living that mostly celebrates the intellect or the intellectual yes and and like there was not really a good balance there between the intellect or the intellectual and living out of your heart center living in compassion for others it was it was really self-centered and really selfish in my personal opinion yeah it's just about freaking power so um i feel like that's kind of what set the, the the tone for the 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 centuries to come since that happened or uh, yeah, I was gonna say decades, but yeah, definitely probably centuries. It's been a long time. Yeah. I would say since like you know the Greeks and and the Romans started to kind of you know propagate their ideas on the planet, like people like Pythagoras or Aristotle, you know these kinds of characters. They were mm-hmm. great intellectual thinkers. I often refer back to Pythagoras and his teachings, you know, often enough, and I respect them. But you know, there's some other things going on in the background too with those people that I think people ignore. <laughs> I wanted to touch on it a little bit, but you know they were doing some freaky things in the background that I think a lot of people would not appreciate. So oh, there's we got to yeah exactly you know what I'm talking about. So and I think my listeners will kind of get what I'm talking about. So yeah, like you know we got to like look at these people as a whole. Like who were they really? And you know not put them on such a high pedestal. Like they were like these perfect human beings that had like 
I don't know, these these great ideas and whatever, whatever. It's like, no, they are also humans that had other things going on, and some of that stuff wasn't really nice. <laughs> right, yeah. But, um, but yeah, to go back to the point, yeah, they, they these characters brought great wisdom, and they also helped to create this culture of celebrating, you know, intellectual pursuits and, and work and, and stuff like that. And I feel like in, in this period of time, we're undergoing a spiritual renaissance where we're kind of, merging back into reintegrating the sacred divine feminine which allows us to once again cultivate more unconditional love and live more out of our heart space yes so that was quite the mouthful (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah so like what's your what's your take on that what are your perspectives on how to like start living more in unconditional love even for yourself first and then for others like what's your take on that well, I think that it's um, like like you said, you know, from yourself first, because um, it, it all comes from within. Um, you know, like how we have, you know, all of these leaders all around the world, you know, projecting their ideas and their, you know, either their beliefs or their structures onto onto the masses. And um, I think that you know, some sometimes you know ideas are great. You know, don't you know? Don't get me wrong. Sometimes ideas are great. A lot of times ideas are great, but. You know, at the expense of other people, you know, that's when it's like, okay, you know what, maybe we, you know, we should really try another way. And, um, and, it, and basing it all on love. So first and foremost, loving yourself, um, coming into, you know, realizing who you really are, you know, all of the elements of who you are, or, or, or as much as you can, um, finding that inner gratitude. That's a big thing for me, you know, finding that inner gratitude for just being, being grateful for being alive, you know, being here right now and being all that you are, that that makes you an individual because that's a beautiful thing. And then, um, you know, once you're able to do that, you know, other people take notice, you know, other people around, you know, because, you know, you're, you're being your authentic self in the most loving way, um, you know, from, from yourself mm-hmm. and, you know, other people, you know, they may get inspired to do the same. And then what happens is, you know, it's kind of like a, a magnetic pull, you know, from love, you know, coming from one individual to the next individual. And, um, and, you know, that's, to me, that's when, that's when a lot of magic, you know, can happen, you know, coming together in that sense, you know, loving yourself first and then projecting that out onto others. Yeah, absolutely. I feel um, there's a lot of pressure on individuals in this period of time. And I feel like that's being caused by a multitude of things. Mainly, I feel, is media, you know, telling us how we got to be, how we got to act, how we got to look, you know, Mm -hmm. all this kind of garbage. And I feel like it disconnects people from really valuing their humanity and their own spiritual journey and who they are as, as people. And instead of us all trying to fit into this box and be like robots, you know, just copying the fashion and copying the trends and all this kind of stuff, it's like we have a whole other journey that's completely separate from all that garbage. And right. I think that that journey needs to be respected. And I think once we step onto that journey and we start living out of that authentic center, I think it becomes a little bit easier to cultivate more compassion because you're you're being real. You know, you can't really... I feel be as compassionate with people if you're not even keeping it real with yourself. Exactly. So I feel like that's like a big thing right now is for people to kind of turn off the dumb box, turn off the TV, 
and mm-hmm. really to start re-exploring like, who you are, what what you want, what makes you happy, and not feel pressured to follow along with the current of uh, 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 trends in society. And, you know, not be afraid that you're not going to fit in, you're not going to be liked, or any of this, this, this stuff, because it's irrelevant. People's it's, opinion uh, of you is irrelevant. Like, you just got to be you and trust that the right people will love you and respect you for who you are. But yes. it's weird, because I don't know how, what it is, what it was like for you in New York growing up, but for me growing up here in, in Brampton, growing up in Toronto, it's cliquish. You know what I mean? So it's like, I feel like kids, as they're growing up, they learn, like, oh, okay, if I don't do this kind of thing socially, I'm not going to be accepted. Or if I don't look a certain way, I'm not going to be accepted. Or, you know, I mean, like, they, this, these programs start to, like, predominate their thinking really young. Unless they have family members that say, yo, F that stuff. You don't need to do any of that. You're good just being you. If they don't have that, these these voices start to, like, seep into their mind and really start to control their behaviors and how they perceive themselves. And, yeah, like, so I just feel like kids, like, at a, at a young age, if they don't nip that in the bud, a trend starts with their behavior. A program uh, starts where, like, yeah, they start kind of, I don't know, moving away from their authentic center. And they they just become a shell of who they used to be. And I see that a lot when I look into the world and I, and I socialize and I go to parties or just gatherings. I can see that and feel that energy in some people. Yes. So, like, have you seen that, too, like, growing up in New York? Oh, yeah. Well, well actually, I grew up in North Carolina. I was born oh, in New wow. York. But, yeah, I was born in New York, but at, at a young age, um, my mom moved to North Carolina. And so we were there for a long time. I actually just came back a few years ago, maybe four or five years ago. But, um... But but anyway, so yeah, um, in in North Carolina, I uh, I did uh, definitely you know the whole clickish thing, um, the same pressures that everything that you just mentioned exactly the same, and and going back to something that I said earlier about sensing vibes, um, you know, growing up and not really understanding them, those are some of the vibes that I picked up on, you know, the how people would like project onto each other these these ideas to be a certain way you know be you know children you know children and and adults because you know the children are taught by adults you know it doesn't come from nothing mm-hmm. so, so um you know all of these children you know they're projecting onto each other you know to be a certain way dress a certain way or you're not cool you're not this you're not that and, you know, and all of these things like I noticed all these things and they, they, it was one of the things that I noticed that felt off and you know why I couldn't like integrate myself into the social ways of things I feel you on that 100% mm-hmm. I've, I've and, experienced all of that growing up yeah and um you know like growing up and then you know becoming a teenager becoming an adult you know once we start seeing you know what be, because it does happen, you know, we start seeing more and more that everyone has their own individuality, whether or not the individual, you know, focuses on the individuality part is up to them. But um, like for me, like the way I think of it is, you know, we're we're created, you know, in 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 God's image, you know, like we're, we're all created as individuals. This is why we're individuals. We're not like to me, we're not supposed to be the same. You know, mm-hmm. like we're created to go through life, um, hopefully contribute to it, um, you know, with our individuality 
experiencing life through different lenses. That's why we're, that's why you're, you're Kay. That's why I'm Sean. You know, that's why <laughs> other people are other people. You know? mm-hmm. That's why. Yeah. We're going to go for a quick break. We're on the half hour mark, but when we come back, we're going to dive deeper into exploring these ideas of unconditional love and compassion and see how we can, we can give people tips on how to cultivate that. So we shall be right back. Hey listeners, if you're ready to change your life, you've come to the right place. My name is Caleb Truth and I'm your catalyst dedicated to sharing good vibes, mind expanding and heart centered information. Knowledge is power. In this fast-paced world, it is so easy to get distracted by the matrix and miss out on connecting with the right people and information that will truly help you in living your best life. On this radio program, I save you time and energy by sharing awesome people, new discoveries, life solutions, and wisdom to help you take action and create a positive shift in your life. I invite you to join me and share in this exciting adventure. Listen to Beyond the Veil on innerlightradio.com every Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern. Beyond the Veil, inspiring conscious evolution. For the best in metaphysical, spiritual, and holistic programming, you're listening to innerlightradio.com, the healing frequency. All right, and we're back. So, before we went to break, uh, Sean was talking about uh, his experiences uh, socially and picking up on vibes where people maybe where they weren't like you know fully living in their own authenticity and having a problem integrating into that. And I also experienced the same thing. So, one thing I want to touch on quickly before we get into anything else is that if you're out there and you're socializing or you're around people and the vibes just don't feel right for you, trust it. And then leave or take a break, go outside or do whatever you got to do. You don't have to stay in energy that is not working for you or is not making you feel good. Because I think uh, like before we start talking about how to cultivate greater um, unconditional love in ourselves and for other people, first, we need to understand energy and how our body is an antenna and how we, you know, we transmit and receive energy and it's understanding that if you're in an environment that has a certain kind of energy that your your body, your being is not resonating with, yeah, trust it. You don't have to stay in that. Your body is is feeling that for a reason. And you don't have to justify it right away. You don't have to figure it out. Is that if you get into a loop of behavior doing that, you're going to stress yourself out. The best thing I find from my own personal experience is just, just to listen to it and then do what you have to do in that moment to get away from that energy. Um and yeah, so and again, socially, if you're around people and you don't like their vibe or for some reason, the groups that you're in, they're just not working for you for some reason on that level. It's, it's OK, you know, on your journey, you're going to shift, you're going to evolve, you're going to change. And the way you think, the way you feel, the way you perceive is going to change. So it's completely normal. If you're in that kind of transition right now in your life and you're experiencing these things, it's it's completely fine. It's all good. You're riding the wave and, you know, you're on a journey of evolution, self-evolution, soul evolution. 
And that's kind of all a part of it, realizing what works for you and what doesn't. So going back into talking about unconditional love and how to live more out of your heart space, uh, what I wanted to ask you, Sean, is like, what example do you have from like when you were young or even more recently where uh, you met someone or experienced something where you were like, wow, this is like, you know, pure unconditional love. This, this feels amazing. Like, do you have any recent experiences like that? Definitely. Um, <laughs> definitely a, a lot of experiences like that. Um, so uh, uh, just just. Definitely, uh, some of the people in the spiritual community um, have kind of opened that that gateway to um, kind of like it's like cracking the heart open. It's like, well, not cracking the heart, but cracking like the wall that that's over the heart, and so that you know all of that love can just spill out. But um, see this, oh, my gosh, <laughs> I would say. Um, is it okay if I use myself as, as, an, as an example of that? Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, okay, so when I started coming into um, inner love and um, unconditional love towards humanity, um, that was when, you know, I really, especially here in New York, you know, because we see a lot of different types of people. Um, there are homeless people around. Um, there's, you know, we have the best of the best. We have the worst of the worst. And just being able to love everyone, you know, um, like at, at the core of who someone is, is, you know, is a soul. You know, it's it's a soul that connects to the same source that that I connect to. It's, it's a soul that connects. Um, it's a person, you know, it, it's a mm-hmm. person just like me. Mm-hmm. You know, the only thing that separates us is ideas and actions. Mm-hmm. And just being able to, you know, inner gratitude again, loving you know everyone for for who they are at the core, and you know sometimes we we don't agree with other people about their ideas. Of course, sometimes we don't like specific actions because some of them do cause harm to others. But at the core, you know, and this is where for me healing begins is, you know, being able to recognize that there is there is a a connection deeper within um to everything and to find that love for it that true love for it and that's just that just that's just so much healing so i can't really give one example of um of what you're asking because there are so many lately you know where <laughs> i just feel like that i just feel like it all the time <laughs> the reason why I, the reason why i bring it up is because i feel that you know people have different ideas on what love is or what unconditional love is and I obviously have my own perception of, of what unconditional love is. But ultimately, I feel like unconditional love is an energy. It's something that we give and receive. And I feel that when I've received unconditional love, it was like it goes beyond the person judging me or trying to fit me into a box or label me or like whatever. It's like I was being fully accepted for who I was where I was at in that moment, whether I was like crying on someone's shoulder or I was like empowered, you know, trying to like create business or whatever it was. Like, I feel like in the moments when I've experienced unconditional love, I was being fully appreciated and respected for who I am, you know, authentically and without strings attached. It wasn't like, Oh, I'm going to give you some attention and some love. And then now you give me like, whatever. 
Right. It, it's it was just pure love with no strings attached. Just like I want to give you, I want to give you love. I want to give you good energy. And I feel like that to me, that's kind of like what unconditional love is. Yeah. So, yeah, right. like, would you would you say that you resonate with that, or do you have your own idea? Absolutely, um, absolutely, uh, and and I do feel that that unconditional love can actually go 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 deeper than that. Um, like for me, like what you stated is is part of unconditional love for me. Um, unconditional love for me, you know, at the core is you know a genuine, consistent uh, gratitude. And mm. love and love for all of creation. Mm, I love that. I love how you said that. Yes. Yes, because to me, like when you're gi- when you're giving out that that love, when you're projecting that out, you know, you're also receiving it because we're all connected. Everything is connected, and um, <clears throat> and you know, e- even recently, you know, um, I've met some wonderful people, and you were one of them. To where you know, I just felt, I felt all of that. <laughs> Yeah, I felt all of that unconditional love like projected right back at me, and I'm just like, wow, I'm not the only sappy dappy, you know. <laughs> no, but 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 in all seriousness, it's it's at the core, it's just it's it's the most beautiful thing that to me that that you can feel in this human vessel. Hmm. Yeah, definitely. Like going back to like your comment, like even when I first met you, I, immediately I was like, you know, like again, like we're on the same vibration. Like we're like kids. We like to like crack jokes. We like to, you know, just be free in the moment and like and also being really openly just loving and accepting of people, and then wanting to give a lot to people and support people and um, help people. And I feel like again that that those kinds of uh, characteristics uh, to me are part of like giving unconditionally where you honestly genuinely just want to see people happy and it has yes. nothing to do with you wanting to get something out of them or wanting to like I don't know have some kind of ulterior motive which is like you just want to see people with smiles on their faces yes yes because I mean the, yeah. the, the, the thing is that you know like f- physically you know we're, we're, we're not going to be here forever so mm-hmm. there, there's really there's no point staying attached to you know, trying to take, 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 um, you know, be, because, because at the end, you know, we don't, we don't take any of it with us when we leave, you know, when we leave the, this plane. Um, so like, to me, it's like, you know, while we're here, you know, let's, you know, let's, let's try to, to unite, you know, let's, let's just try to, to cultivate that inner gratitude, that inner love for all of creation, because, um, at the end of the day, like, you know, when it's time to go, uh, you know, don't you want to feel not 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 you, but like like I want to feel that that I gave my my whole heart you mm-hmm. know, to, to to everyone and everything like during mm-hmm. my time here. Yeah, absolutely. Like I don't know, maybe because it's because my astrology chart of who I am, but like I love fiercely, man. And like when I give to people, I give a lot. And and, uh-huh. and 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 sometimes like it's not like I I demand that same love back because I know that some people haven't really cultivated that um, that reservoir of love within themselves yet they're still kind of growing it and uh-huh. I can usually pick up on that like empathically around people but there's a great joy and energy that comes from being able to give 
Yes. It just feels and, it just feels nice. Like you were the cause of that person smiling. Like, you know, and then yes. Yeah, you just feel you feel great. And and it feels amazing because like and and this is, you know, going back to I think one of the first things we were talking about, um, coming from, you know, the the inner love. Um when you're uh-huh. genuine when you're genuinely just wanting to brighten someone's day or or help someone and you know you're not doing it for a selfish reason and and you expect nothing in return and it's you know whether or not you get anything in return doesn't matter and you come home at the end of the day and you 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 feel you know you still you it comes back to that inner love you know because Mm -hmm. you're grateful to just have it and to be able to project it and to be able to have impact an impact on others lives Mm-hmm. And that's like loving other people is is partially loving yourself, you know. Absolutely, hundred percent. When you, it's like yeah, when you give, you're also you know receiving a gift back. Mm-hmm. It's a reciprocal okay. thing. Like you know what you are, you you attract. It's it's our realities is a feedback loop. Yes. And exactly. so, like another thing I wanted to <laughs> another thing I wanted to get into is. As we talk about compassion and self-love and all these things, dealing with the world that we're dealing with, with a multitude of different people that come from different communities, different ways of thinking, different ways of feeling about different ideas and blah, blah, blah. Like, you're in Trump land. I'm in Trudeau land. You know? Right. Different things going on with the politics there. I'm not even going to bother wasting yes. my energy <laughs> even getting into it. <laughs> it's so not worth it. It's all this drama. Um, but... Yeah, I feel like we're we're at a cusp right now as a civilization where we need to start making some choices. Either we continue to allow the system to, you know, divide us, you know, incessantly by like race, culture, creed, whatever, status, you know, or we hush that energy and we return back to appreciating what it is to just be human and appreciate this freaking planet that we're on. Yeah. And 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 have some unconditional love for that, you know? Have some unconditional love for this beautiful planet that we're riding on space through. Like it's it's like this planet is giving to us every single day, every single moment that we take yep. a breath. Mm-hmm. And I feel like even if we just dive into that alone, it's like none of this, none of this experience that we're having right now would be possible without this planet providing for us. And even, uh, obviously, our solar system, our sun, all these things. Like, when I think about this, when I, even when I was younger and talking about unconditional love, immediately when you look into the natural world, there's love everywhere, in abundance. Mm-hmm. And it's there a shame is. that we've allowed, you know, a, this group, this particular group on the planet to kind of poison that way of perceiving and feeling reality. Because I think our ancient ancestors were very much living in that reality. But after uh, post-white colonialism, I feel like that's kind of, it's, it's, it's kind of diminished a little bit over the years. Definitely. And I think, again, going through this like spiritual renaissance, we're kind of moving back into that, that way of moving through this reality experience, which is having general, basic, genuine appreciation for you know, nature and what it gives to us every day, what it provides us every day and doesn't ask for anything in return. It's not like there. She's like, wait a minute. Um, I didn't get my rent check today. Where's my rent? 
You guys have been on this planet for how many um, millions of years? I have not received my check yet. <laughs> you know, I'm just like, <laughs> it's not happening. You know what I mean? The sun's like, I've given you like, like, I don't know how many trillion tons of energy over the past like 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, where's my payment? You know, like, we're not being asked for anything. We're there, it's just there. Just they're, these things are just giving to us every day. Yes. And it, and it's a it's like a it's a magical thing. And then so even when I experience a human then living in that energy where they're just giving. I mean, I'll be, I've gone through phases, even my partner knows getting burned out, giving too much, not having good healthy boundaries. That's a mm-hmm. whole other conversation. Yes. We, we can get into yes. like you can't give until you're you're bled dry and you have no energy left for yourself. But um starting by obviously cultivating the self love for yourself and natural appreciation for just life and the magic of living in life i think that energy is what helps uh the person to begin to grow that reservoir of energy and then be able to give more to others and then again it's like not about competition it's not about um status it's not about fame it's not about anything that's ego driven it's it's about yo we're all human we're all living on this amazing planet you know let's see if we can make a better way for all people and just live more on the magic and just be more loving towards each other. That's exactly. kind of like what I want to get to. And I think th- when I met you, I think that's what I really felt was special about you is that like, like you're just loving with everybody. Like you're just like <laughs> this ball of sunshine always. Like hundred, I mean, I'm sure you have your crazy down days. I'm sure you have your like days where you're a little bit bitchy and cranky and you know, you're not wanting to talk to people. But I think for the most part, like, like, yeah, you're like, you're like, you just radiate like just kindness and warmth. And I feel like it's a gift to like come across people like that. And people say similar things to me, but like, I'm like a Scorpio. So I come with a warning label <laughs> of intensity. But, um, yeah, I just feel like I felt so grateful to like get connected to you and your energy and even just remember more of that energy. Cause even though I live in that, I feel like I live in that energy a lot. The way that, each of us chooses to give that unconditional love, it like adds another layer to it, adds another uh, layer to the spectrum of unconditional love. Yes. And I feel like that's the gift we all bring to the world. Like we all give love in a different way. It's not all always going to be the same. And I think to expect everyone to give love in the same way is, is kind of, it's immature and just unrealistic because we're all different. Exactly. Individuals. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And that's the amazing thing. If we we're all the same, this would be a boring experience, you know? Yes, like it's like, it's great that we have all these different cultures and different languages and different food, like the the diversity that's on this planet and in nature is amazing. And tapping into that magic is is incredible. Like it makes me feel amazing to be alive and be human. It really does. And, you know, <laughs> but, no, like it, it it really does, you know, like there, there are so many different ways. Uh, there are so many different paths um, and things that, like for me, when I think of, you know, going back to unconditional love, um, you know, you can have like a best friend and, you know, she could be on, on, on the other side of politics than you. Mm-hmm. But, but, you know, at the end of the day, you know, realizing and recognizing that ideas are just ideas. Yes. And, and appreciation underneath that, you know, appreciate the, the diversity. Don't don't try to annihilate it, you know. 
you know, like there's just so many ways, so many different sides and so many different things, different types of cultures and everything that make all of it makes one creation. Mm-hmm. And I like and, how you, you, you just brought that up. Um, like I had a friend that became like a born again Christian when I was living back in Calgary and that was like a big thing for the friendship because like he totally transformed after that and became even more evangelical in a way that it was like difficult for me to be around sometimes. Okay. But but his personality and his heart still kind of shine through like beyond all that religious programming. So I was still like, you know, he's still him. He's still this loving person. So I'm going to, you know, choose to focus on that and not get caught up, you know, in these other things that we have differences on, like religiously and culturally and all the other stuff and i think that as human beings like that's kind of uh that's the kind of like thinking i think we need to cultivate right now it's like we either focus on the differences or focus on what we all have in common or else the system's going to continue like i said to divide us then we're not going to unite we're not going to solve any problems with that kind of line of thinking i think that i think that the system will you know i think that I think eventually it will come crashing down because, you know, eventually the, and, and it's already happening, you know, the world is seeing that it's not really serving a positive purpose. It's just constant divide. Mm-hmm. It's, it's constant divide. Just, you know, there's not really like the only real positive thing that's coming out of it is people waking up from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're yeah. tired of the unnecessary suffering and, and drama and, pressures like they're getting sick of it and I'm, I'm happy when i hear people complaining i'm like good so now you know what doesn't work for you that's a good place to start you know but then like the next step is like okay we know what's broken now how do we fix it that's that's when humanity's got to start to unite mm-hmm. you know you know and i feel that focusing on the love is a good place to start Yes, you know, focusing on the love and, and, and the inner gratitude, you know, the inner mm-hmm. appreciation for, for everything. Because mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> having, having that inner appreciation, you know, if more and more people can have that, um, then more and more people will be on the, same, on the same awareness, you know, beyond their ideas, which would, you know, and hopefully, you know, more and more people will start to realize, okay, you know what? Like these differences and ideas, you know, it's not really serving us. Like, what are we really doing? Mm-hmm. And does it really matter at the end of the day? You know, it's like, who cares? Yeah. Like, yes, there's there's some fundamental ideas that we're going to have to question. Like, if someone's like, oh, I want to go build this bomb, and I want to go bomb this country. It's like, yeah, we're going to need to check you on that idea. <laughs> like, yeah, no, we can't no. Oh, yeah. that to happen. There's no. going to be ideas where we're going to need to, like, come together and, and really assess and, and ponder and, and, you know, have a, a critical eye about, but like, there's going to be other things where it's like a waste of energy. Like if someone wants to like, if someone wants to be with another person of the same sex, who gives a damn, let them go do what they want. If they want to freaking make their hair purple, who gives a damn, let them go and do it. It's like, if they're not harming you, then I feel like you need to let go of all these other, you know, cultural programs and, and remember the humanity and, and the element of humanity in all these things. And the element, the spiritual element of all these things, like you mentioned that, like, we're on a spiritual journey. Souls have their own lessons to learn, and we have no right to interfere in someone else's path in their, their, you know, process of evolution and growth and healing. We have no right to impede upon someone's process. It's, like, not cool. (laughs) 
it's not a nice thing to do. It's like, would would you like someone to come and tell you, oh, you can't do this and you can't do that? No. And I think some sometimes people forget that. And again, it's because of, I think, all these embedded fears about sometimes religiously, like, oh, you know, if you're like that, you're going to go to hell. Or if you're like this, you're not going to become successful. Or who's going to love you? Or whatever mm-hmm. the hell the ego is telling these people. And I feel like I need to shut those voices up. Yeah. <laughs> like, because it doesn't matter. Like, I mean, if, if, if they're not harming someone, leave them alone, love mm-hmm. them, support their individuality, because that's, that's, that's why we're individuals. Mm-hmm. You know? 100%. I think for me, when I was growing up as a kid, I was always so curious about different groups of people and different cultures, and I found it exciting. Like, I never, like, I was the kind of kid that I would go through different social crowds and groups. I never stuck to just one kind of people. I just loved connecting to different people and just understanding them, understanding their perceptions, their thoughts. It's kind of like when you travel, you know, you go from country to country, like, it really expands your understanding of what it means to be human. And it opens up your mind to other ways of thinking. You know, depending on where you travel to. But I think anywhere mm-hmm. you travel to, you're going to get that kind of vibe where your soul expands a little bit. Your awareness expands a little bit more. That's why I, I love traveling. I would love to travel more just for that reason. But, yeah, we have a unique opportunity right now as humans in this period of time to really make a shift and, you know, see if we can bring civilization onto a healthier path. And um, I think, yeah, I think uh, the, the start to that is unconditional love. <laughs> it's it's yep. just learning to just, like, appreciate one another's individuality and celebrate it. Stop stop getting stuck on the differences. Yes, because that, that's, what they, that's what people did thousands of years ago, you know? It was, it was, always, it was, it was always a celebration. Mm-hmm. You know? And, and and I'm talking about like five thousand years ago beyond, you know, from yeah. you know, from the Vedic society to before Atlantis. You know, see, I, I didn't even go that far. <laughs> 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 but but that but there was so much you know, there was so much unity. And, you know, that's that's where, you know, it, like it, everything's become so just divided and just you know, it's been it, it's about power and it's about, you know, how you know it's it's about selfishness, and a lot of people don't even realize why they're doing it. Yeah, they're, they're just they're, running on a program. Yeah, and you know, I just it's just time for us to wake up. Mm-hmm. And like, like I always make this analogy when I'm talking to people, but it's like cleansing yourself of these programs. It's it's like defragging your computer, doing disk cleanup. Like, it takes a lot of freaking time. Especially if you were doing this back in the day and you're on XP and you only had, like, two gigs of RAM. Like, your disk cleanup is taking a whole entire day. <laughs> or maybe not. I don't even know. I can't remember. All I know is it, it probably took more than five hours. But yeah. essentially, it's the same thing. In order for us to defrag our own minds, our own being, it takes consistent effort and time. And yeah. I think it's essential for us to do if we really want to come into a greater understanding of our what the heck our soul is, what it, what it wants us to do and to live out of our authentic center, be genuine in order. And then in order to get to cultivate more genuine connections with others. Mm-hmm. And, and again, this, this culture, 
I have to talk about this on another show, but you know, affluenza that's going on on the planet, the, the wanting, always wanting to have more and more this, more that, like more and more, more and more and more and more. Like that's what this like program is. And it's like disconnecting from all that and realizing that you have enough. This world has an abundance of everything that you need. Yes. And I think once you start living more in that energy of abundance, then life kind of starts to get a little bit easier. Because we don't need half the crap they're trying to tell us that we need in the first place. And on top of that, they're trying to tell us that we need all this other stuff. At the same time, where are they getting those resources to make those things? They're using the earth. Mm-hmm. And it. again, coming back to this, the cultivating unconditional love for the planet, it's like, okay, if you really love the planet and you really love the experience being here, then that means you're going to have to make some different decisions. And it's the same thing about cultivating more love for yourself. If you really love yourself, if there's toxic people or toxic things in your environment or foods, whatever it is, music, music is a big thing for me. If you're listening to toxic music, you got to let those things go in yeah. order to welcome in more of what's better for you, <laughs> more of what's healthier for you. Yes, because because the thing is that, you know, deep down, you know, we know what's bad for us. You know, mm-hmm. we know it. So, you know, we just being honest, you know, being honest with ourselves and, you know, releasing, you know, what, what doesn't ser- what doesn't serve our highest good to make room for more of that unconditional love from within flow out more. Mm-hmm. And so, like, because I just touched on music, I wanted to see if I could bug you. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, gosh. <laughs> to just do a little something something for, for me and for the audiences that are going to be listening to this. Hmm. Um, if you could grace us with your divine voice, because that would be very, very appreciated. Um, let me see. So I guess I'll do a quick um, piece of my song called Gone. It was actually the first song I ever recorded. Um, well, well, not the first one, the second one. But All right, so I'll just do it. Um, and it's gone. Oh, it's gone. It's gone. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. That was awesome. (laughs) That that was a little. So I was. uh, was, I'm not even. Yo, that that was great. That was fantastic. Like I like I just like lit up. Like any time I hear anyone singing, I really feel like you, you tap into something a power and energy that is so powerful and it just, it just hits your whole being, you know, it's like listening to like Whitney or one, or one of these people, like, just like really just give it wow. with their voice. And then you're just like, wow. wow. Whitney, yes. It's my girl. Mm-hmm. So for you and music, like where can people listen to more of your music and check out your vibe? Oh yeah. So, um, so <laughs> Obviously, you know, if you want to hear more of that song instead of just me saying it's gone, um, <laughs> you, can, you can go on my website. My website is uh, com, and it's Sean, S-E-A-N. Um, that's, you know, that's the spelling of it. So com. I have some of my songs on it. Um, I have a song on it called, called To The Top. It's actually one of my favorite songs. It's, you know, about, you know, if you have a dream, you know, things that, that you want to do, you know, just go out and do it, you know, 
um, you know, don't be afraid. And so you can definitely check that out. That's my website. Awesome. So if those of you who are listening, if you love music and you love supporting conscious musicians and artists, please check out my brother Sean's music. I'm pretty sure you're going to like it. I know I like it. He actually shared a clip with me uh, or file with me, one of his songs earlier before the show started, and it sounded like awesome. It was epic. Thank you. Thank you so much. And yeah, your energy just totally just like pops in the in in, in the music. <laughs> like I'm excited to see like you know how much more you're gonna grow in the coming years. Like where you're gonna be at. Imagine if you're where you are where, where you are now, man. In five years, whoo! Like you're gonna oh, be holding on those skills, and it's gonna be on some next level. Yeah, and 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 this is a whole other topic because like I'm I'm starting to to, to get into sound healing. Mm-hmm. You know, un- understanding, you know, vibrations of, you know, um, from the voice, you know, because the voice, you know, project it projects vibrations, especially when you're singing. Yes. It's so weird that you just brought that up because my sister actually just told me today that she's taking a sound healing course. So there's some kind of a synchronicity there. I mean, absolutely. Synced. <laughs> Tell her mm-hmm. synced. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like, again, like with your voice, your energy, I can totally see how. You know, you can utilize that in the future to facilitate healing for people. Oh, yeah, I I would love to. I mean, right right now, like my voice isn't really all the way there because it's like kind of like froggy right now. But um, of course, you know, like I, I, I am I am going to get into this because um, it's just something that I want to in- incorporate with my music. It's one way of incorporating spirituality and healing with music, you know, all, all of these passions as one, like it doesn't get any better than that for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think ultimately this, they say that this universe first started with a sound and then there we are. So yeah. right now we are at the end of the program and I like to thank you so much for joining me and, and, and sharing this awesome conversation uh, big thanks also to InnerLightRadio.com for helping to facilitate this video program. And a big thanks to the rest of you that comment on my Facebook or, you know, give me feedback and, and share your thoughts. Thank you so much for your love and support and for just being awesome. So uh, if you want to find out more information about this video program, go to KLoveTruth.com slash podcast. You can listen to the episodes there or you can find me on Instagram at KLoveTruth or on Facebook at Caleb Truth. So until then, uh, next Thursday, I think I might be on next week. I'm not really sure. It's the holidays, but if you want to keep up with me and figure that out, I will let you all know on social media. But yeah, apart from that, I'm wishing you all lots of love, lots of light, and courage to be fierce, to be you, and to be the love. So next time. See you soon.